Welcome to Destination Vacaville, brought to you by Visit Vacaville, the city's official voice for tourism. I'm your host, Melissa Reeves. In every episode, I will introduce you to the people and places that make visiting Vacaville such a unique travel experience, like seasonal adventures, agricultural tourism, family activities, craft beer, culinary delights, wine country, and more. Subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Destination Vacaville, let's go. We have an amazing new project coming to Vacaville, the Play for All Park. And the person spearheading that project is Tom Filippi. And Tom is actually in his day job, I think the president of Filippi Engineering. But you have brought this amazing park, you and and our Rotary Club, to Vacaville. Tom, thank you for being here and thank you for coming to talk about this awesome project. Well, we appreciate the opportunity. We'd love to talk about it, that's for sure. So let's talk about the park. What are you planning? Where is it? What's happening? So the location of the park is on Elmira Road. The actual address is 815 Elmira Road. It's just east of Leisure Town Road. It's on the north side of the street. It ultimately will be seven and a half acres. So we're working on right now phase one. Phase one is under construction. And we're very pleased to, to tell folks that the playground equipment, the playground area, which is about a third of an acre, is all done, all complete. And we have some just some really amazing playground equipment, things that you won't find literally anywhere in Northern California. So for example, this park is designed to be all-inclusive for all children of all abilities and all adults of all abilities. And so we have things like we have a wheelchair swing that will hold up to two wheelchairs and two or three other people at the same time. We have a merry-go-round that will hold two wheelchairs and three or four other kids at the same time. We have a big main play structure that is totally accessible. In other words, has a ramp all the way through it. One of the biggest complaints you know those in the disabled community have about parks in in you know in in most parks is the fact that the play equipment is in a sand pit surrounded by a small concrete ring so what's a child in a wheelchair going to do what's a child with sight issues going to do they're they're on the outside literally looking in in this park there, the safety area around the play equipment is an all rubberized surface. It's all done, been certified as safe, and the play equipment is all accessible. So we have a facility that is is truly second to none. The wheelchair swing that I mentioned earlier, for example, is the first of its kind in the Western United States. It's only the third one ever built, and it's it's amazing. And as I said, we have this play structure that has learning panels throughout. So, for example, we have a panel that teaches about Braille and a Braille clock. We also have panels that teach kids about airplanes and how they work and cars and activities that they can do throughout the park. There is a cozy dome, especially designed for kids with autism, that they have a a safe little cozy place that they can go sit in if things are too overwhelming. And, and you know, I, c- I could literally speak for hours on the various things that are involved. One other thing I'll touch on briefly is we have a zip line that kids can uh, participate in, and it has two chairs, one for kids that are a little more mobile, 
to disk and they can jump off a platform and zip across 50 feet. And the other chair is a chair that's a, a, a large bucket seat. And so children with mobility issues or smaller children can be pushed across and have just the same amount of fun as someone else. It's a zip line that, that is just truly, really fun. Oh so my gosh. Those, those are the main things we have out there. It's going to be such an amazing addition to our community. Tom, where did this idea come from? So I have a daughter that lives in Round Rock, Texas. And in Round Rock, they have a park that they call Play for All. And we changed ours a little bit. The, the four down there is spelled out. We use the number four. But they have a similar park. They, these kinds of parks are called All Abilities Parks. And the story I like to tell involves my son lives near Fort Worth, and we were all there during a Thanksgiving time, and we were at the park visiting, and my son came up to me, and he had big tears in his eyes, and I said, Matt, what's going on? And he said, I just saw the coolest thing ever, Dad. I saw a little boy help a blind girl go down a slide. And I just said, you know, we got to try and do something like this in Vacaville. And so it was from that small genesis, a small incident that I came back to the Rotary Club that I've been involved with in Vacaville here for 40 years now and talked to the board and they were enthusiastic and we formed a, a committee and soon realized that this park was going to be much bigger than a, a, a Rotary Committee and we formed a 501c3 and from there went into design and fundraising, and it's been going on for nine, almost 10 years. So we're finally finally closing in. I was going to say how exciting to finally be in this final stretch of building out the initial park. So where where are you? Where Do you have a, an opening date? Where are you in plans for opening the park? So right now, we have raised over $3 million in cash and in-kind donations. And the phase one of the park, which would include the play area, picnic structures, and a large, fully accessible restroom, that area, that phase one area, is about 85% complete right now. Uh, and in order to complete that, we need to raise about $400,000 more. That doesn't include what the city of Vacaville recently gave us, uh, $100,000, which will enable us to complete the restroom, which is under construction right now. So we're looking for a little more money. Uh, what I have been saying to folks over and over is we need $400,000. And then from then, I need two months to finish off the work. So we're, we're literally that close. That's so exciting. So you mentioned when you were talking that this is phase one. There's a second phase. And what does that look like? So phase two is uh, is a totally different component to the park. Phase two will consist of two mini baseball diamonds, and this is designed for kids in the Challenger League. So the infield of those two ballparks will be a rubberized asphalt, so wheelchairs and walkers can negotiate the paths very, very easily. And we're making it a little fun. These ballparks will be one-third replica. One of them will be of Fenway Park in Boston, and the other one will be of the Giants ballpark in San Francisco, which I will tell you is killing me because I'm a diehard Dodger fan. <laughs> I, I, know, I, I know where I live, and that's okay. All right. um, so to make it kind of fun and unique, we're going to have a 14-foot-high replica of the Green Monster in the Fenway Park. 
and we're going to have a replica of the uh, right field fence in San Francisco with the iconic brick arches. So those two will be in the park. We will then also have two dog parks, one for small dog, one for small dogs, and one for large dogs. And surrounding all of that, we have a um, walking, hiking trail that will be exactly a half a mile for those that are interested in, in measured amounts of walking and jogging. And and then the, the phase two will triple the size of the parking lot we are putting in. We have a parking lot that's installed right now, but phase two, we will triple the size because we know when the full parks build out, we will need more parking than we're building right now. Sure. Absolutely. Well, as a huge dog lover, I'm so grateful that you're including those dog parks. I have little dogs that always need a place to play, and they're scared to death of the big dogs. So thank you for do- – actually, I think the big dogs might be more scared of my little dogs than they are of the big dogs. But super excited about about that portion. But honestly, just so thrilled to have this All Abilities Park in our community. I think it will drive so much visitation to our community and you know give our local residents an amazing place to, to play no matter what our children's or, or people's abilities are. How can people support, Tom? I want to make sure that people understand how they can either financially support the park or how they can just get involved and support with volunteerism. So that's a great question. We have a website, uh, which uh, is easy to remember. It's, uh, of course, www.play4allvacaville.org, O-R-G, playforallvacaville.org. And you can go on there and there's uh, icons to click on for, for donations. We have Brick Plaza near the entrance that you could buy a uh, brick when, and, and put a little notation on it. And those bricks are $100. You can buy a double brick for $200. There's other things, uh, other donations that we would love to talk to people about if they want to call my office. And that number is 707-451-6556 if they'd like to talk to us about any special donations. We have memorial donations that we're doing. We're right now taking donations in memory of Chuck Krause, who was a Rotarian in our club for many, many years. And we're very, very grateful for the family's support in that way. So there's different opportunities and we're very flexible and working with people and how they can help us in finishing this great part. We're so grateful for you coming today and sharing the information about the park. Is there anything else that people should know about what you're planning? You know, I I just think it, you know, I'm so excited. I'm so thrilled. The community has really stepped up and come together. We have folks, um, experts that have helped us in the design of this park, that it's just been an amazing labor of love. So many people have volunteered. And if people are interested in volunteering, they can again go to our website and sign up to be a volunteer. We will be, when we get into the landscape planting in about two months, we think, we will be looking for volunteers to help us, uh, you know, plant plants and spread bark and those kinds of things. And the other way people can volunteer is to let their friends know, let their families know about about this and and to tell people, I, I you know, a lot of folks know about it, but a lot of folks don't know about it. And we we really want to make sure, uh, especially those with parents with kids with disabilities, are, are made aware so that they can plan and know that there is a park coming that will serve their needs. 
It's fantastic. Well, on behalf of our community, Tom, thank you so much for bringing this idea to Vacaville. I think it's going to be such just an amazing addition to our community and we can't wait to get it open. So anything that we can do to help, please just let us know. I appreciate it. I appreciate the ability to talk about it and the opportunity here. And and I, I appreciate what you're doing, Melissa. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today, Tom. You bet. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Destination Vacaville from Visit Vacaville, the city's official destination marketing organization. For more information on the people and places covered in today's episode and ideas for trip planning, head to visitvacaville.com. Music by Kurt Gellerstead. And thank you to Flores Podcast Consulting for their work on this and every episode of Destination Vacaville.